0: Hello, I'm Catherine Shepherd, and welcome to our latest UK employment law coffee break. Given the inevitable distractions employers have faced from COVID-19, today we wanted to focus on Brexit and what UK employers should be doing now to prepare. I'm joined today by my colleague Cath Sadler-Smith again and also Adam Sinfield from our immigration team to discuss whether we are expecting any changes to our existing laws, considerations for EU nationals already working in the UK and right to work checks. Turning firstly to any changes in our existing laws, Kath, if
1: I could ask you first, what do you see happening from an employment law perspective? Well, the UK is going to finally leave the European Union at 11pm on the 31st of December. From an employment law perspective, we're not really anticipating any significant immediate changes, and um, particularly with the government preoccupied with the coronavirus. Uh, we're still waiting for the employment bill announced back in December. However, one thing worth noting is going forward after the 31st of December, both the Supreme Court and the Court of Appeal um, can depart from retained European case law, which could start introducing some uncertainty. And I'm thinking of issues such as working time, holiday pay, cheapy. For for multinational employers, uh, specific advice needs to be sought on the impact on any European works councils. However, the big and immediate impact for employers is going to be the loss of the right to free movement. And Adam, I know you've been looking closely at the new immigration rules announced at the end of October.
2: Yeah, that's correct. It's one of the biggest changes in over a decade. The introduction certainly changes to the points based immigration regime uh, in the UK, which are actually being introduced from the beginning of December, ready for January employers will need to have a deep understanding of this new regime and to make the necessary preparations particularly for for example employers that don't currently have a sponsor license uh, will need to consider applying for one to ensure that they can uh, access the skills and talent they need from the eu and beyond going forward but all employers should be looking to undertake an in-depth review of their current staff uh current and future staff i should say to assess the impact that this change will have, particularly the loss of freedom of movement, as you say. Fortunately, the new regime has expanded uh, fairly significantly the, the roles that employers uh, will be able to hire migrant workers to fill, and the system is aiming to be less bureaucratic. So hopefully the process will be much easier for businesses going forward.
0: Thanks Cap um, and Adam. Adam, just staying with you, what about EU nationals already working in the UK?
2: So the EU settlement scheme has been going for quite some time now but we're still seeing lots of queries around this. Uh, EU, EEA or Swiss citizens and their family members who are resident and living in the UK before the 1st of January 2021 will need to apply to the EU settlement scheme uh, to be able to enjoy the continued rights uh, after the 30th of June 2021. They will either be given settled status which is permanent or pre-settled status depending on how long the they've lived in the UK with a five-year continuous residence period being needed for settled status. Whilst their rights are slightly different depending on which status they get, in both cases they will be able to continue to live and work freely in the UK. Employers uh, especially will also need to be mindful of their right to work verification duties regarding the EU settlement scheme, especially approaching the end of this grace period in June 2021.
1: And just to add from an employee relations and retention perspective, it's going to be really important, I think, to make sure that these employees still feel a valued part of the business. Uh, Whilst we've got good news in the press about uh, coronavirus vaccine and we're hoping to see a return to normality in the spring next year, we're going to be working from home, I think, for the foreseeable future. And some employees are doing that from overseas. And for these employees, I just wanted to make the point that it's really important to think about the legal and practical repercussions of this, for example, tax, health and safety, and the local rules on employment terms and setting up establishments.
0: Thanks both. So there's some, uh, obviously some really important points there, um, and actually just thinking about it, the uh, COVID-19 may have in fact helped employers in that value piece by driving initiatives to support a positive culture and using forums to enable employee voices to be heard. Um, Adam, just on our final point, if I can, um, right to work checks, because these can bring quite significant penalties and liability. Uh, forget if, you, if you get them wrong. So again, looking forwards, is there anything employers are going to be needing to think about in that space?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, this is going to be very important and probably increasingly so. So for employers that are employing someone new, they'll of course need to carry out the usual uh, right to work checks, although I say usual, there is of course uh, current concessions around COVID with the inability to do face-to-face checks. But when the new immigration rules kick in uh, from uh, the 1st of December, but effective from the 1st of January, 2021, the Home Office has said that EU passports and national ID cards can still be accepted as proof of right to work in the UK up until the 30th of June, 2021. However, one element that that we think that uh, causes conflict between the Home Office policy and the law, because as most people will know, employers have to undertake suitable checks for all individuals irrelevant as where they're from. And post the 30th of June, 2021, even EU nationals that were resident in the UK prior to the 1st of January, 2021, and thus had an eligibility under the settlement scheme. If they've not obtained status under the, Settlement Scheme, they will be here unlawfully resident. This is therefore obviously a clear conflict between the documents the Home Office are saying are required now and the new system. We therefore would strongly encourage uh, any employers to seek specific advice on this going forward.
0: Thanks Adam and Kaf, That's that's really helpful. Um, thank you for joining us today on our Coffee Break podcast and please do contact us if you have any questions on this topic. Thanks.